Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Would you like, may I offer you, something that the NBA's regular season has lacked all year long to date? Consequences. There have been no regular season consequences really for anybody yet. Well, welcome to regular season consequences. Because that's what is waiting for the Warriors, not only in their remaining 20 games, but in what they've got here in just the back-to-back against the Clippers. They're in a dead heat for the five-seed four. And then you got a friskier than you thought they'd be without Zion, New Orleans Pelicans team. And that is the least amount of star power that the Warriors are going to see in their next eight games. Ray, would you like regular season consequences and star power? Because what the Warriors have in their next eight games, it's, I don't want to get overly dramatic and say it's the entire year. But this is a massive fork in the road. A massive fork in the road for the Golden State Warriors in their eight-game stretch. Because in this eight-game stretch, they hope to see Steph Curry reemerge. They would love to see, obviously, Andrew Wiggins rejoin the party. Um, it's the Clippers, Pelicans, at the Lakers, at Oklahoma City, which is their only road win since the month of January. Then they're at the Grizzlies, who will officially be out for blood. Milwaukee's got the best winning percentage in the NBA. Then it's Phoenix. And by the way, Kevin Durant made his son's debut last night. We'll get into that in just a second. Then it's back to the Clippers, but down in Los Angeles. It's a big slate of games coming up. Well, it's also the prelude to a five-game road trip, which could undo everything. Because as we've said over and over again, they don't do well away from home. And I think whatever they can do now to cushion themselves in case they're still not over that would be handy for them. I want to live in the moment. I want to keep the show in the moment. Okay. But there's still a five-game road trip sitting on their chest. No doubt about it. That's why March matters. Because okay, and, it, to- and it matters for more teams than usual. Well, sure because does. like I said, 4 through 13... Every one of those games is something the Warriors fans should be paying attention to, not just the Warriors. We have out-of-town scoreboard watching all over the NBA if you're a Warriors fan. When you're talking about the teams you have to keep the most amount of eye on, I mean, it would be the Clippers and Pelicans, like, right there are in that grouping. The Lakers, obviously, in that grouping. Uh, All these teams are up on the schedule coming soon. The Grizzlies, the Suns. I mean, this is all so bunched up. Right now, the four-seed... And the 10 seed are separated by three games. That's it. That's it. So this is high leverage basketball 
everywhere you look. And if you don't get it done in March, if you're unable to build the cushion that, like you said, Ray, could come undone in a five-game road trip, if you're unable to start finding any degree of success on the road, you're going to put yourself in a position you don't want to be in because you got the month of March to get right, and then April gives you only four games to play, and three of them are on the road. So is that a scenario where you just like, oh, yeah, there's no doubt about it. Like, that's going to be easy. Any game on the road, I don't care who it's against for the Warriors, is a slog. So you got to get right now because April won't be waiting around to catch you. No, they are like nine other teams. They've run out of margin of error. And it's no more complicated than that. They're probably, you know, of the games they have left, and it's, what, 20? You know, if they're 11 and 9, they probably did okay. Because I don't know of anybody with the possible exception of Phoenix that is in a position to start pulling away. And that's only because of Durant. Um, I still think Phoenix has some adjusting to do, figuring out who gets the ball and when and in what spots. I mean, they, there's some adjusting they have to do. But I think at some point, once Durant figures out what he needs to figure out and Booker and Paul and Aiden figure it out around him, they're, they're the likely four. Look. They might even be a three. They might catch Sacramento. They're three back now. You have um, four guys who are a handful. Beyond that, Phoenix is going to start losing a concept of depth at some point here. They're not the deepest team. But last night with Durant making his debut, they got a 105-91 win over the Hornets. Durant, 23 points, 6 rebounds, 2 assists. And this is his not only first game with Phoenix, but it's his first game of any kind since January 9th. I mean, he comes off the table. He is as rusty as he can be. I believe only had two like real full contact practices with the Suns before he goes out and doesn't lead them to victory. I guess the guy who scored 37 is the one doing that. But that's what makes the Suns officially scary, right? They don't have depth. But what they will have is about a devastating 1-2 scoring punch, as you can find in Durant and Devin Booker. And then... As you were saying, they got to figure it out, right? How does it all fit? Well, who better to figure out how it all fits than a first ballot Hall of Fame, one of the greatest point guards of all time, which Chris Paul, as annoying as he is, is all of those things as well. And if you offered Chris Paul at this point in his career, like, hey, dude, all you got to do is run the show. All you get, you're, The only thing you're responsible for is which blazing hot teammate to get the ball to. Booker or Durant, he'd take that deal right now. And then you got Aiton just grabbing rebounds. It's all DeAndre Aiton, you play at the rim. Kevin, you don't have to be the five. Devin, you and Kevin Durant are basically oscillating shots down the field. And the guy who will be choosing who shoots next is one of the wisest, craftiest veteran SOB point guards the league has ever seen. And while it is Charlotte, last night's box score sort of explained that. Durant played less than 27 minutes, still had 23. Paul shot only eight times, but had 11 assists. Um, And Aiton, you know, almost fouled out, but he had 16 rebounds in 33 minutes. So that's basically 
how they're going to do this because, as you said, they are profoundly undeep. So they just have to keep those guys healthy. Yeah, they're top heavy. They are top shelf liquor. Right now, the Warriors, they're trying to get out of the well. We know that they've got talent. We know that they can basically sit around and play the weekend score with anybody in this league game. The question is, what will they do defensively? Bob Myers was on the executive show yesterday. It was JD and Guru who were in on the Steiny and Guru time slot. And uh, here's what Bob Myers had to say about this team feeling like they have turned a corner without even two of their most important pieces back in the room yet. Man, I hope so, because I feel like we've been in this place a few times this year, and Lucy kind of pulled the football. So I, I, I got caught up in times where I thought, this is the time. We're going to go on a... There was a moment when we lost to that, I think, Brooklyn team. I thought, even though we lost to Boston, when we went to Cleveland and won that night after losing to Boston in overtime, I thought that was going to be the beginning of something. Because even though we lost that Boston game, we, we played well, and we should have won that game and it was a symbol I thought of what we could be and then we kicked that Brooklyn game I mean obviously they took it but I've had moments where I've thought we were turning that um, and this is another one so I do think at some point we got to sustain something so he's right and I want to go back to the first moment where we thought like here is the first official turn the corner moment and that's when we started keeping track of the final 35 games of the year, which started ticking. That clock started ticking, Ray, with a win over Memphis, January 25th, 122-120 at Chase Center. It felt dramatic. It felt like a statement. It felt like a win over an up-and-coming, scrappy Memphis team that was playing the Warriors as hard as they were going to play anybody because... You know, we can throw out the records when these two teams play. They don't like each other, and that's officially where it is. And we said that they needed to be great in their final remaining 18 home games, and in their 17 remaining road games, they had to at least be somewhat representative. Well, they played nine of those 18 remaining home games, and they're 8-1. and one. We said they needed to go at least 14-4 and four at home. There's 17 road games. We said they got to go at least 5 and 12. Well, they're 1 and 6 out on the road with their only win coming in Oklahoma City since we have started tracking the final 35 games of the year. The Warriors basically, it remains what we said. They kind of have to win out, sort of, at home, or they need to do something on the road that they have not done all year. And they're going to have a big East Coast five game stretch, which, by the way, is brutal. It's like seven games and. It's seven games in four days at one point. Right? Yeah, they have a couple of doubleheaders. In there. Yeah, they really do. Um, they got to go 19 and 16 in their final 35 to get to 42 and 40 on the year. And as we brought up with Steve, which he did not like me bringing up the last time I, I told it to him. In our my last conversation with Steve, I heard you had a much nicer conversation with Steve than my last conversation with Steve. He likes Whitey. Who doesn't? Um to tie the 1978 Washington Bullets for the worst NBA regular season record to ever produce an NBA championship, the bottom line, the, 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 the least of admission is 44 games. The Warriors need to close 21 and 14 in their final 35 games to reach the bare minimum entrance an NBA champion has ever allowed. And so if you think the Warriors are good enough to not only be playing against NBA history and their opponents, 
Yeah, then I guess it doesn't matter. Just get into the playoffs, you get in as the 10 seed and start winning it all because you flip a switch. I don't think that's the way it's going to work this year. Can the Warriors win a championship? I guess so. They have more house credit built than any team I've ever covered. You can't count them out until they actually get eliminated. But man, it is it, it, whatever you got, Golden State Warriors, you got to show it in the month of March. Here it is. You, there is, like you said, they're all out of tarmac. It's either time this plane flies or crashes at the end of the runway before it even gets off. Yeah, and it's because it's true for nine other teams, I think you're going to see a lot of we're fifth one day and we're ninth the next with all these teams. I don't think you can look at anybody and say, yeah, I know where they're going to end up. No. I mean, really, there's Denver. Then there's Memphis. And at the other end, it's San Antonio and Houston. Everything in the middle is very much in play for everybody, not just for Golden State. And the only team that I would say is probably in deep trouble, other than the Spurs and Rockets, are the Lakers. Without LeBron James for at least three weeks, and probably more, I don't know how they win. I mean, just they've we've seen. It's going to take a lot of Jared Vanderbilt. Yeah, they're going to take about four Jared Vanderbilts. Um, I think they are they are more dependent on him than the Warriors are on Curry, and that's true because without Curry this year, the Warriors are twelve and twelve. So, like I said, if they defend, then it means they're going to be okay. That will be the litmus test for me, because they can't continue to give up 125 and 126 and hope to get 127 or 128. It's a loser's game for them. They have to be they have to be as good a defensive team as they were last year when they only averaged giving up 103. You brought up the 12 and 12 record yesterday with Steve when you and Whitey talked to him and here's what Steve had to say. It tells me that that our guys have been fighting like crazy and that they deserve a lot of credit. I know it's been a season where there's been uh, you know, plenty of criticism, lots of it justified, but I think it's important to see how guys have responded to the adversity, too. And uh, we've had a lot of guys who have really stepped up and, and played big minutes for us and played well. You know, uh, last night, yet again, another great Dante, Steven Chenzo performance, and, you know, Lamb and Kaminga and, and uh, Ty Jerome all coming off the bench and playing well. And we're getting... You know, a great version of Clay Thompson. Uh, I think this is the best he's looked in the in the year and a half now since he returned or whatever it is, 14 months. So we're with a lot of really positive signs, and, and the guys are, are hanging tough. I mean, 12 and 12 without Steph, and, and also Wiggs for, I would think, the majority of those 24 games. So it's exciting to see them do it. I mean, let's say a few things about what Steve just copped to. Number one, a lot of the criticism is founded. He said that. Like, he he said, a lot of the criticism that has been put at my feet or on our mantle is not just, you know, unreasonable fans shaking fist at clouds screaming in the air. I mean, if you want to criticize this team defensively, you've been spot on. And Steve has been one of the biggest critiques of this team's lack of defense so far this year. So he's on board with the reality check that a lot of people have been screaming about. He's also right when saying, you know, how many NBA teams really could play 500 ball when they're down, you know, one and a half of their best players? It feels like that's a good way to bill 
Steph Curry and Wiggins missing so much time. I think you could probably say it's two of their best players. Sure. I mean, it's, it's it, Wiggins has been too important, even though his year has not been up to last year's standard. He still I mean, flashes in moments where he he's... He flashes okay. in moments, and the fact that he is steady and reliable on a team that is neither. It adds value for sure. Bob Myers was asked yesterday if there was like a chance Andrew Wiggins doesn't return to the team. I don't think so. Look, I don't want to speak um, on his personal life, and I know you don't either. I know you're not asking that. I don't think that's what anybody is, is planning for, but, but we'll leave that in his own place. But, but as far as to answer your question the best I can, that's not the expectation. I think what you're asking is could he remain out for a long, long time. I don't think that's happening, but I'm going to leave that alone. And hopefully when he gets back, whatever words he would like to say on it, which I don't think will be much because it's his private life, he will do. But, but you know, I, I understand in your business you have to ask these questions and it's your job. But, but, I, but I also got to respect, and I think you're saying the same thing, the privacy of what he's going through. And it's a lot. I mean, it, it's a lot. How do, you, how do you walk on that balance beam? It's tough. I mean, he has already been away from the team longer than most people who are allowed to leave a team for personal reasons need. Normal, I mean, I, I, again, I don't want to speculate. I don't. But normally personal reasons means there was a death in the family or there's a sick someone. And th- this, is, this is personal stuff. Andrew Wiggins plays it all close to the vest as it is. I mean, he, he is not putting his business out on Front Street really for anyone at any time. It's not, it's not his personality. He's a quiet, reserved guy. This team needs him. This team needs him. So the question needs to be asked. The respect needs to be paid. The privacy needs to be honored. But this is a very important piece that is missing from the puzzle in the most important month of any puzzle construction the Warriors will be facing. So it is, it, it, it's, it's as big of a question to be asked in sports right now. Where is Andrew Wiggins? How quickly can he rejoin? We have a little clarity for the first time on Steph Curry, where it really sounds, Ray, that the back-to-back that the Warriors are starting tonight and finishing tomorrow against New Orleans are are among the last couple of games Steph Curry's going to miss. It sounds like his return is imminent. I'd go with that, except that they are so conservative medically that I could easily see this stretch out a few more games after that because they want to make sure. Well, they, they do keep buying t- themselves some wins. You know? Well, they do, they do tend, especially with somebody like Curry, who's missed chunks of time the last several years, to be maybe even more conservative than, than he would like them to be. They're always, they're always willing to lean in and go, yeah, you seem ready and you look ready, but we're not convinced you're ready. Relax. We'll tell you when you're ready. And he may not like it, but I think if you think it's two games, you're probably safer betting on four. And if it's four games, you're probably better better off betting on six. There's a lot of history on your side. Having said all that, I just saw some video on the 95-7 The Game, you know, social media accounts of Steph putting up shots in a basically empty gym. It looked an awful lot like Steph Curry putting up shots in an empty gym. I mean, he was moving well, landing. It all looked like his leg was not bothering him at all. So cross your fingers. 
and hope that his return is is really eminent. You know, it's 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 what they're counting on. It's what they're hoping for. And will they rush him? Absolutely not. He's the whole damn franchise. But I'll tell you, you know, Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson is having a stretch of basketball that makes everyone feel a little bit better. Not just about the Warriors' chances this year, but Clay's chances to reemerge as the Clay Thompson that you remembered. And he just put up a scoring month in February that's among the best months of scoring he's ever had. And in his last three games alone, he he's combined to score. What well, I mean, the number is ninety something points. I wrote it down here, and of course, my ninety six points over his last three games. That's cooking, Clay Thompson. Keep that up. And again, Steph Curry reemerging. Hopefully, Wiggins soon reemerging. That makes the Warriors better. And then the cherry on top. You hope maybe you get this before the playoffs would actually begin are a few games to go out and run with GP2. You know, you never forget how to ride a bike, you hope, but getting a couple of regular season games for him, you know, now 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 we're just we're deep into the wish list of what you'd like to see before the playoffs start. Curry back, Wiggins back, GP2 reemerges. It's a fascinating moment. A fascinating moment for this team and what it could mean to actually be in the Western Conference Finals again. I mean, it would just be, it would be insane if they were actually able to do that. And then what that would set up. I mean, we got some legacy-defining moments right around the corner for this franchise. And then the ripple effect could be massive one way or the other. Like, it all stays together or it all might just start fall apart. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.